Network production. Here at Listener, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. It's a lot, isn't it? Abby. Hello. Happy Friday. Or if you're catching up on this on another day of the week, happy whatever bloody day it is. Have any anyone why? Wow. Couldn't speak just then because I'm so excited about just, what's going on. This is just amazing, isn't <laughs> it's it? It's just amazing. You've had a little bit of a big week, darling. Big week, babes. I've been I've been in Byron, been in Melbourne, been on a boat, had my shaving rash out and about, <laughs> been just in my best life. I'm taking Abby's a super spreader. Oh my God. No, I get tested. Also, side note before anyone accuses me, I have literal, uh, the rapid antigen tests. I have three at both of my houses. I love that. So I have them in my cupboard and when I use them, I go and replenish them because I'm like, I cannot get COVID. And if I do get it, I want to know immediately. So I'm not, imagine if I was a person, it literally would be like this, it would be like the fucking, the um the barbecues galore man oh all over my again. God. It would be Abby Chatfield went to Four different capital cities. She went to every restaurant in those capital cities, plus every radio station, plus TV networks. Plus, it was, I would have given it to the entire media landscape. The thing I loved about <laughs> the, the thing I loved about Barbecue Man, and this isn't mm. something that everyone knows. He wasn't actually buying a barbecue. He was looking to buy a franchise. He was buying all the stores. He was buying all the stores, which, which makes sense in hindsight, right? Makes sense. Yeah. But mine would just be like, I was at a photo shoot. I was at a video shoot. I came in to see Max. I came in to see, you know, what, uh, during the pandemic, I was shitting myself. Like, I was so glad that I got tested twice. Yeah. Uh, twice a week at Channel 9. And then I got one PCR every week, sometimes twice a week if I was feeling extra excited, if I had some extra time. So um, I was very, very, very diligent. But now, who knows, with the new spreaders, uh, we'll talk about that next week, yeah. I guess, in the podcast. Well, you know, maybe. But Nightmare Fuels oh. have been endless this week, but Ben Lee has a fantastic one. Oh, do you know what? Like, we spoke to him earlier in the week. If you missed out, catch up. It's such a deep and amazing chat. He is so incredible. What did your I mum think? Um, I haven't shown <gasps> mum yet, actually. Oh my god! She's I need to get more. To, I'll get. It, I'll listen with her at Christmas, maybe. Yep. I'll save it for her because she doesn't listen to the podcast. Not because she's not supportive, because I'm not sure she knows what a podcast is. You know, I had to talk to my mum uh, when I joined to help you out mm. here. Uh, I was like, Mum, um, Abby's podcast. It's um, maybe not for you. She's like. <laughs> I'm an open-minded mum, Max. I can listen to it. You know, what are you going to be talking about? Sex? And I'm like, yep, yep. yep. Just like, what did your mum say? Actually, you had a funny story about your mum this week showing you a movie or she wanted to, you texted me. Oh my God. Do you know what? It was a Christmas movie that she made me watch, but I'm going to, I'm going to hook and tease here, guys. Next week, we have Christmas-themed It's A Lot episodes. So let's talk about it there. Amazing. Also, have you seen Mariah Carey's new ad for um, Big Mac? Have you seen her? Yeah. It's like, why are you whispering, babe? Speak up. No, she's Mariah. She's to save her voice. (laughs) She's to save her voice for performances she doesn't fucking do. Anyway, from one singer to another, shall we have a listen to uh, what Ben Lee had to say about his horrible nightmare fuel? Catch my disease, babe. We're all in this together. (laughs) Have you got a nightmare fuel for us? Yeah, but my nightmare is not really like... 
shitting in the bed or anything. I know you like those oh kind God. of stories. <laughs> Abby will start so, dry reaching. No, I'm not into talking about um, poop and stuff. Like I always view it as kind of like it's like a magician shouldn't reveal their tricks. Um, you shouldn't reveal so, your poop. Um, but see, I used to be like that until this podcast. Then all these bitches start fucking sending in voice notes being like, and then I pooed in his bed. Then I'm like, I can talk about it now. And I'm It's a very fashionable queen. to be like poo positive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so what's your nightmare fuel, well, Ben? Well, well, my my nightmare fuel is basically about like choking in the face of opportunity. Like, oh, I think like in bed. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's kind of hard. <laughs> well, just talking about being playful. Just choking. No, um, <laughs> no um, like, and it, there was one moment particularly that I'm still deconstructing in my head. Um, mm-hmm. trying to understand the part of me that did this moment the way I did it because I think it reveals something about if I have sabotaged aspects of my career, there's a clue to it in this moment. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I absolutely love this band called Pulp, the British mm-hmm. band from the 90s who are just um, oh, just so amazing. And the singer Jarvis Cocker is just the best, most underrated, intelligent rock star um, you should listen to his, mm-hmm. the, the Pulp album, This Is Hardcore. It's amazing. Okay. Anyway, so um, I, I reached out to him when I was in England on that record and it was sort of like doing well. The label said, is there anyone you'd want, if you could have your dream director of a video, uh, mm-hmm. who would you want to direct your video? And I'd seen that Jarvis had directed the Pulp video for This Is Hardcore and it was just glorious. And I was like, oh, my God, Jarvis Cocker. I would die to work with Jarvis Cocker. Mm. And they were like, we'll reach out to him. That's what we do. You're on a good label here. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was so excited. And that night um, Nick Cave was doing a reading, doing a lecture called The Secret Life of the Love Song that Kylie mm. was reading at and stuff at the Royal Albert Hall. And um, I went to it. It was like a really kind of fun, fancy thing. And I'm waiting in line for my tickets. And I look across and there's Jarvis Cocker who's just collected his tickets. And he pointed mm. at me. And smiled like, hey, your team just reached out to me. Come over. And I turned around and I walked the other direction. (laughs) 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 And and it's like, why? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know, but did there's something. Oh, sorry, no, yeah, I did don't. exactly. <laughs> that's my. That's my. Exactly my definition. But I, I, something. I couldn't handle it. I just couldn't handle it. There was something in me that couldn't handle it. Was it a conscious thing of like, nope, or was it just like you were like your body was like fight or flight? Yeah, I think it was fight or flight. And I, I in some ways, I think I have a sort of um, self-preservation with almost like, <laughs> it's weird. It's like, it's, I've actually never really talked about this in this way, but it's like, I think there's a part of me that like doesn't want things to get too fantastical because I know mm. that, like, as they go up, they go down. Um, and mm. I could see how excited I was, and that probably scared me. And it's almost like, I mean, people have it with men and women or, like, dating and stuff all the time. Yeah. That, like, it's the classic thing of, like, the person you have a crush on finally talks to you and you're like, you can't get a word out, even if you've been planning yeah. what you've been thinking to say mm-hmm. for months in your head. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it is just, it, it, it's honestly the part of me that, I, I, I read Spike Lee recently said, um, I'm the guy who you pass the ball to him at the mm. minute before the buzzer goes and I miss the mm. shot. And he, he's a very successful director, but he's never yep. won the Oscar for Best Director. Right. And I feel like that too. I feel like I have missed the shot 
like a mm-hmm. lot of times in that moment where I could have slam dunked it. And yeah. Such is life. Here we are. It's still. I'm not going to lie. That was a that was a potential slam dunk that you fucked up. That, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> have that you was, that that's Have you done things like that? No, I think I get I get two in their faces when I get excited. I mean, Andy Andy Lee. Wow, yeah. so many Lees that yeah. I've. Yeah. Andy Lee, Spike Lee, Ben Lee. Um, I I yeah I I I kind of shat myself when I met Andy Lee. Um, but other than that, I, I've never really met. Oh. When I fu- no, <laughs> when I fucked, I was about to say someone that I slept with that I can't tell you one that I slept with. Shh. Use the code Not word. Really. I don't really have any. I think I just kind of like I get two in their faces and I get yeah. like very excited. Then everyone's like, "She's a ball of fun," and then I get. I don't. But really you never joke. get intimidated. You don't get intimidated by people. No, I don't think that I, except for Andy Lee and you on Zoom for a moment. <laughs> I, I I don't really find like star power or like. I, I guess you admired him, right? Some people it wasn't star power, it was more just it was the I admiration. he was amazing. It was like yeah. I just felt like I guess I basically felt in that moment like I didn't deserve to have that moment. I just yeah. didn't feel Which like I deserved sad. it. Because yeah. you did deserve it, Ben. Well, you now did. I feel more like I've earned, like it's funny because my joke now is like when people ask me in LA, now we're back, we mm. were away for 11 months, people mm. are like, how is being in Australia? I was, I was like, oh, that's great. I'm a national treasure there right now, you know. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's, it's kind of I can assume those kind of things with the sense of humour and with mm. a grain of salt and I don't, but I think back then probably I was so ambitious and I wanted it so badly and it scared it me how much I wanted it that it was yeah. like, here it is, the moment I was like, um, no, thank you. And just running off yeah. around the corner, you know. <laughs> See, I think I'm more like I really want things. So I think that if I, I think I'm like, look, I'm going to fuck it up anyway because yeah. I've, you know, my whole life I've just had like near misses of, of good things until the last two years. And I think I'm going to fuck it up regardless. I may as well at least be give it a go. Yeah. And then if I fuck it up, you know what? I was destined to fuck it up and it wasn't for me anyway and I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> like how it like gets that spirally where it's like, well, I'm 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 fucking silly anyway. I, yeah. I'm not good at this job. I can't do anything right. Like I fucked up a few interviews, but I don't really. Also, I haven't met people like that, Ben. Yeah. You know, like I'm not. We're not at that level yet. You know, <laughs> when I listen, well, I was, I was nineteen. I was nineteen. I'm more able now to like. It is funny because it's part of like the process of becoming a professional, I think, too, where, like, mm. you know, I'm 43 now and I've, whatever, I've made 20 albums or whatever they say it is. I, <laughs> I basically go, you know, when I meet another artist, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing the thing you're doing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and I've, I, I've proven I'm, I'm what, for for better or worse, I am the thing. I am the real deal. I'm an artist. I, it's like yes. I've lived my life by it. I've I've proven, you know, my metal has been tested. I think when I was younger, I just thought, I just, I probably imposter syndrome and all of that. You just feel like I could not collaborate with Jarvis Cocker. It's just not going to happen. Anyway. Yeah, no. But but life has brought now, you know, now I've collaborated with so many people and I've I've realised that you don't have to compete. Like Mm. partly it's like when you meet someone impressive, you can both be impressive in your own mm-hmm. ways. You don't have to, like, mm-hmm. you know, like I've become good mates with Russell Crowe and if we mm-hmm. have a, he's, we obviously, obviously we have extremely different strengths. This is not yeah. a friendship that is like built on going like who's better at whatever. It's like yeah. you, you, you can both, you can have two individuals who are accomplished mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. powerful in their own right, not threatened mm-hmm. by each other. And it's just like yeah. it takes a long time to learn this kind of thing, you know? Yeah, it does. It does. I have to kind of remind myself because I'm still obviously in the infancy of of this whole thing. I mean, two years in and I'm 
26. So at least I'm like, you weren't, like, you were 19. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm, like, at least kind of an adult. I didn't um, even like but- the music that I was, like, it's not that I thought the music was bad, but I didn't feel peace with the music that was, like, coming out of my body, mm. like, my voice, mm. until I'd been doing it for, like, 15 years. Like, it, it took Holy me shit. so long to, partly when people say, oh, you started so young, I was like, yeah, because I, like, it, I had to learn so many hard lessons just to be normal. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I know people, and I think of I've I've recently tried to have a mindset of like, what can I learn from this person? What can I talk to them about? What can I understand? And how can I get better at my job? And what I like doing, like I fucking love doing this podcast. I love doing you know the the show. And I think I used to be intimidated by it. the first day of my show. Actually, you know what? I choked then. That was fucked. We, the first, we had a rehearsal day for the after Wait, party. Wait, show of the bat- Oh, you're talking about the Bachelor? No, oh, after. Sorry, I, so I host the Love Island after show? Yeah, 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 the Love Island. Sorry, that's the show. Yeah, yeah. That's the no, one. No, no. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the one we're the talking show. about. Sorry. I call yeah, it The Bachelor. The it's not. It's, it's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, The Bachelor is what you were, you were on that or you were on Love Island? I was on The Bachelor and okay. then I host Love Island after show. I was on Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. And but I- you also <laughs> recap Bachelor. So I also re- It's all very confusing. Okay. I, I watch okay. about 10 hours of okay. you know, TV okay. a week. I'll listen rain, to you talk about any of them. I don't care. I'm not going to watch them. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, I, 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 I had a kind of a choking moment. It was rehearsal day. We rehearsed the show, like a, like a mock-up show, like four times, just so I was used to it because I'd never hosted any TV ever just the podcast, and I remember we had to do the promos, like the ads in between, and the the director of, of the promo was trying to get me to say, like, like streaming now or nine now, and I'd, or some, some, like, bullshit, like, it's not bullshit, but it's, like, some one line that was, like, five words long, and every other line I could get the first go, but that one line, I think we, I honestly think we did 100 takes. Like, I was, like, and he was, like, not, not that cadence, got up at the end, and I was, like, I can't do it, went in the bathroom, crying in the bathroom, sobbed. I was like, I can't do this. I can't be a TV host. What the fuck do I think I'm doing? Like two years ago, I was working an office job and I'm with fucking hair extensions and on the phone to my friends in Brisbane being like, I think I'm going to quit. I can't do this. Quite manager. I can't do it. And then then I went out and I did it. But like, I think that's the first time I've ever really choked and I was like, I'm not made for this. Like I was like, I can't fucking do this because I fucked up. It was really hard. It's, it's so hard hosting hard. a TV show. You know, I heard this little like <laughs> European folktale <laughs> that it's like oh, so is about that's this. It, that's end on the European folktale. There was a guy who wanted to learn piano. He's like in mm. Poland and he, so he finds the master piano player and he goes mm. and he learns some piano from him. And after three and four months of learning, he turns to the teacher and he's like, why does it sound better in my head than it does coming out of my fingers? Mm. And the teacher looks at him and goes, what makes you think that ever changes? And it's really true that what you're saying, Fucking it's always like that. Hopeful. Like people at the highest <laughs> level, do you get it? You know what I'm saying? How depressing, Ben. <laughs> no, no, no. What it, means, what it means is that the image we hold in our minds of our creativity, our performance, our ability, mm. we yearn for perfection and mm. we're never going to reach it. We're just going to mm. have varying degrees of interesting failures. Mm. And that's what we're doing, and I love it. We keep failing, failing upwards. Yeah, we love failing, it. And failing interestingly, noble failures. It's so interestingly, and then we get amazing stories from. We get to cry in bathrooms. Yeah. You know, it's really, it's really wonderful. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Ben. That was such an amazing conversation. I loved talking to you. All right, lots of love. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. <sighs> wow. Oh, poor Ben Lee. Poor Ben Lee. 
poor, beautiful Ben Lee. Poor you as well, having that, you know, traumatic experience trying to get your takes right at Channel 9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good, is it? Oh. Uh, but, I mean, I would love to hear your nightmare fuels. Next week I want Christmas-themed nightmare fuels. I want them in the inbox. So email hello at itslotpodcast.com. Max will go through them. I love reading them. Some of them aren't appropriate. Like, yeah. some of them are a bit much. But can I just say to everyone... You just, like, everyone comes in at 100%. They just they give committed. it their all, and I couldn't be more impressed with you all. Keep it up. I'm sorry if we can't get them all on, but keep Because also up. we can store some for later on. If it's a really good one, just because it isn't that weak, we could have it in a year. If oh. we, we have a backlog of ones that we love. So uh, send in voice notes on your phone. If it's a really good one and you can't figure out the voice note, maybe write it, but we're more likely to listen to a voice note, aren't we? I love to put on a voice personally. Yeah. So, you know, we could do that too. But hey, uh, so Christmas one's next week. Have mm-hmm. you ever done a Christmas-themed It's A Lot episode before? I haven't, but I feel like if we do it this year, we can say we do it Every year, it's quote the unquote. first annual. It's a lot Christmas theme Happy holidays! Can't wait for next week. Listener.